This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We uh, do the podcast for you on this lovely, lovely Wednesday. What's up there, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. You know, during the uh, Boomer and Geo show today, you played a clip of uh, Jerry Jones using the word erotic incorrectly. Well, the way he speaks, it sounded like erotic, yes. Yeah, but uh, he met, he either was saying uh, of, of, of football bounces erratically, but he said erotically or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it reminded me that uh, one time around the Easter holiday... My mom was asking me if I was still interested in getting a chocolate rabbit. And back then, there were other things that you could get that were chocolate. Yeah. Exotic was the word I was looking for. Exotic chocolates. No, it's like oh, something exotic, like, okay. you know, uh, uh, a chocolate giraffe instead right. of a... But I said, I go, ah, something may be a little different this year. Like some sort, of, some sort of erotic chocolate, I said to her, not knowing what that meant. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to get you a piece of erotic chocolate? Here, or- Albert, here's a chocolate penis. <laughs> <laughs> do not get me that for Easter. I do not want a chocolate penis. So how did penis. that end? What did she get you? I think I ended up with a chocolate rabbit again. Got she was it. probably like, there's no exotic or erotic chocolates at this place we go you're getting a rabbit <laughs> right right aid <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i think she actually back in the day the the menlo mall used to have like a chocolate candy place in the middle of the mall oh yeah was, they still right? do have those places yeah yeah it was malls. one of those yeah they're like the little, little candy um where you with the with the shovel and yes and they weigh the candy yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely where you don't there. have access to it the person does yeah the person well, they still who works have that there. stuff yeah that's where I would get it but they didn't they didn't have erotic chocolate sorry to hear that you think there's a, we know that there's chocolate penises like uh, do you think there are chocolate vaginas or no that doesn't make sense why how do you make a chocolate vagina the same way you mold them they make them. For other reasons, why couldn't you mold them? I don't know. I don't know. I guess so if I googled erotic chocolates. Yeah, I would think you'd get breasts, butts, and penis. But I don't think you're going to get a chocolate molded vagina. Erotic. That's my thought. Let's so see. kids, be careful this year. Don't ask for well, whenever Easter is, don't ask for erotic chocolate. All right, so you'll probably get erotic um, Valentine's Day chocolate. So they have, let's see, this is a website mm-hmm. that it's called Sexually Enhancing Chocolate. Okay? Okay. So if I go to shop it, eh, 
I don't know that that's exactly what I mean. No, yeah. you know what this is? No. It's to enhance yes. your love life? Like you Correct. eat this chocolate and you'll be turned on more? Instead of taking the pills, that's what it is. Oh, it's like uh, generic Viagra chocolates? Yes. Wow. Well, there, I'll tell you what. There are a lot of them, sites that do this. All right, yeah. here. Novelty. This is this would be it. Uh, it's a novelty, Jerry. A novelty. It's called Hot Shot Chocolate. Because you know they'd have them oh, for no, bachelorette you can, you parties. Can, you can get it all, Al. You can? Chocolate yes. balls? Uh, yeah. And chocolate vaginas? Yes. Wow. Yeah, you can get whatever you want. What's it look like? What do you think it looks like? I don't know. That's the These part that's confusing. real is what they look like. With veins and everything. Ooh. Yeah. So. I hate, yeah. I hate a chocolate with veins, Jerry. That's disgusting. You could get the chocolate orgy bonbon gift box. Oh, a gift box. It's only 15 bucks. Wow. <laughs> Must be high quality chocolates. That I don't know about. I, I don't I don't know. Probably more for fun and not to eat. I suppose. I You can get erotic chocolate, erotic lollipops, and bonbons. Hmm. The it looks like the uh, the chocolate booty lolly, lollipop is the very popular one. Chocolate booty, yeah, yeah. I know that they make like erotic cakes for birthdays and things. You could get like a penis cake or a, a naked woman cake. Well, yeah, they do that for bachelor and bachelor yeah, parties. Bachelor, bachelorette yeah, bachelorette parties. Sure, sure. Wow, and you get like a cake with a boner, like just weird. But again, someone's creating this. There's a yes, they are. pastry chef who's making Just come this. over here and take a look at All this. All right, Jerry. Real quick. 34% milk chocolate, so I don't know exactly what it is. You tell me how real that looks. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's real. Like, that looks real. You know what it looks like they're doing, Jerry? They're taking the mold that they make marital aids out of, and they're just... Instead of dipping, um, that's pouring that's, plastic or rubber in it. That's they're, what I said. They're pouring chocolate. So they have the molds. Yeah, it's very right. easy to make chocolate ones. Good point. So there you go. Ask and answered. Yes, you can buy them. All right. So you can, if you want to ask your parents, you can ask for erotic chocolate. By the way, you can get them on Amazon too. And you could get them on. So easy shopping for your parents. They have boob lollipops. Not lollipop, but boob pops on Amazon. I'm going to get my parents some erotic chocolates for Christmas. It is amazing what's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, they do They do allow a lot of weird... I can't even say what a couple of customers also viewed these products that okay. come up underneath. On there Amazon? Is one, yeah. There is one that is so graphic. Yeah. I, I can't believe it's actually sold there. I didn't realize Amazon had products like this. Yeah, I wonder sometimes, like, if you have an Amazon store, you could put anything up, and until they find you out and they have a problem with it, it probably just stays up there. I guess until someone complains, it's fine, yeah. right? Yep. Wow. I When's your birthday, knew. Jerry? I'm going to get you some erotic chocolates. When is my birthday? Yeah. Uh, yesterday. You missed it. Is it really yesterday? I turned 50 yesterday. And you missed it. On Halloween? Halloween. You know, All these years, you didn't realize it was a Halloween birthday? Wow. Happy birthday, yes, a day you. late. Yes, thank wow, you. Wow, 50. Did that feel like something to you? It wasn't yesterday. You should know by oh. now I'm not a Halloween birthday. Come on. I'm trying not to give you the right one so you don't buy these things for me. But it's coming up. You're not 50 yet. No, in March. In March, okay. Correct. All right. Um, Yesterday, I think you've had this situation too, Jerry, but I got to tell you. So my nephew is 24. Okay. And he said, hey, I have a friend who works in uh, 
a sports media company. He he wants some advice. Okay. Can uh, he contact you? I know. Tough. And I said, yes, he may contact Absolutely. me. So I set up a Zoom call with him yesterday. I don't have answers anymore. It's very, it's incredibly difficult. Like, here's what I used to say to people. Uh, you get an internship. Yeah. Then you get a part-time job. Yep. Then you get a full-time job. And then you get on a show. Like, this is for, like, some a kid who wants to uh, be an on-air personality. Yeah. What I would say is, you know, you get a part-time job running the board or producing, get a full-time job, find a way to have an angle for a character of some sort on the air, and then maybe you get something from there. I don't have a game plan anymore. There's not a... Because there's no game plan to be had. Yeah. There really is no... Like, there's no roadmap for this anymore. Yeah, no roadmap. You know, you want to be an accountant? Pretty easy to be. Not not easy in terms of learning. I mean, in, in terms of how you do it. Step by step, I think we could figure out how you become an accountant. Yes. You want to be a surgeon. There's a plan where you can lay out how to do that. You got to pass a lot of tests, a lot of... But you can see how to do it. Right. We'd be better off, Jerry, if someone came to you and said, Jerry, I would like to be a brain surgeon. How do I do that? You could look that up and give this kid information. This is so off the rail. I mean, just look. Like at this radio station, Joe B won a contest and impressed Bob Gelb enough to convince, I think it was Chernoff at the time, to give him one opportunity on the air overnight. And he became, as the newspaper said yesterday, WFAN legend. Chris Russo went to college in Florida, started doing shows on a radio station in Jersey that no one ever heard of, and Imus somehow heard him and thought his voice was goofy and said, throw this guy on and see what it sounds like. They did, and he became Mad Dog for Mike and the Mad Dog. What? Like None of it makes any sense. Yeah. You it's know? a lot of luck. It's a lot of uh, being persistent, right? Yeah. And and persistent but not annoying, which is hard to do. Yeah. Very hard to like, you know, we've talked about this many times. I would love more than anything to be the Cowboys play by play announcer. The job's not open. So what do you do? You sit, you wait. Like I can't even give myself advice on what to do next. Correct. It's hard to give others advice when they haven't even started yet and they don't even have a resume. It's difficult. Really is the uh, yeah, I don't it's hard. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah, very weird. I, I mean, I talked to him and answered questions as best I could, but I I didn't really have... I'd say here are some sites where they post jobs for our business. Sure. Maybe reach out to these people and see if they have any advice for you, but I don't know. And, and then it also, you know, for so often when we think, oh, man, to be 25 again, to be 24 again, oh, you know, I'm 54, if I... I don't want any part of that. <laughs> that seems so difficult now for this uh, industry. And yet there are more jobs than ever in this industry. That's the other thing. Which right. is the confusing part of it. Right. Because now it's not just radio. There's TV. There's uh, social media. There's uh, podcasts, video. video. It's like the only thing I was telling is like, you know, he knows how to do uh, video editing, mm-hmm. social media. It's like all oh, that's important. That's very and important. things like that I can't do. No question. But the next generation of people coming up, they need you to do that. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. You say like, oh, post on, uh, keep posting on your social media. I don't know. You're one of a billion guys doing that. Yeah, pretty much. So It's a very difficult 
thing to navigate right now. Yeah. And I, I and I do take stock in how fortunate we've been when you look at these jobs and we've been lucky. I mean, Chernoff didn't fire us. Spike seems to like us, which is great. I'm here 26 years <laughs> and for, uh, 20 for 23 of it. I've been an on-air anchor. Like that's pretty good run. I've clogged up a spot for 23 <laughs> years. Right. I'm sure Gio is planning to clog up this spot for 20 years. You know, he's got young kids. I don't think he's planning on going anywhere. Boomer's been here for 17. Like, people don't just walk away from these jobs. And so that's where we always joke about you can manifest yourself into as much as you want. But some of it's just crap. Because, yeah, I mean, people really, and we joke about it, but you know how many people would love to be Geo or BT or Evan? Like, let's say you want to be Evan. Evan's been here for 46 years. And he's only 40 right now. It's crazy. It's how a that long, yeah, out. it's very weird. And he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Right. So, like, you can sit there and manifest your way with thousands of other people. And for 30 years, it's going to be one person. Yeah. Evan. And it's funny, too. You also talk about, you think, like, um, okay, so if you were a high school kid, where would you go to school? And and I see high school kids, no matter what the um, the career path is that they want to follow, they, they the importance of the school. You look around here. Yeah. No one here went to huge schools. You know what I mean? I went to Kane. I went to Jersey City State. Gio went to... Hofstra, I believe. Hofstra and then somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, Eddie went to Stony Brook. Yeah. So it's not like we're all Syracuse graduates walking around no, here. No, there's some that are walking around here that went somewhere like that. Yeah. But you are right. No, it's not like you went to the big media school to get here. It's funny because I had this conversation with Matthew last night at dinner because he's at community college trying to figure things out. And he's like, well, yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to do first before I pick a college. I'm like, not really. I'm like, you just need to to graduate. I'm like, yes. I'm like, listen, you want to be a doctor? I agree. No question. I'm like, but if you're looking at, like he's, he's intrigued, I think, by uh, video, which is great. I'm like, all right, maybe we can find a school that does that. But most of them do now. It's not like just because you go to this school, you're going to get a job. You're not. Right. As you know how you're going to get a job? I, mean, I hate to say this, but it's true. You're probably going to get your first job by what contacts I have. And that's the truth. I'm like, you got to go put the work in. You got to get the degree. And then I'll do what I can to help you because it's a lot of who you know. And that sucks, but that's true. Yeah, and then there's always two, for the most part, somewhere along the line, you got to get a lucky break. Yes, you do. There's no doubt. And then the other thing, too, is like waiting out the people who are in, impatient for um, for the for their job to open up. So where they might like even this kid said, well, I mean, you know, maybe I need to just go try to get a marketing job. All right. So if I'm competing with this kid for on air type or producer jobs, if he drops out, that's good for me. For sure. Right. So it's a matter of two of it, like outlasting the people who drop out of it. But I can tell you, I know Kim's cousin was in this business. He, um, and I know he was working at MLB.com for a little while, waiting and waiting. And he got to a point, how long do you wait for a full-time yeah. job where he might've been making, he was young, obviously right at a college, a couple of years at a college, might've been making 40 grand, something like that, 35, 40. I don't know exactly what he was making, but I would probably ballpark it there. 
And yet he's got his friends that he graduated with the same year in finance and whatever types of fields making six figures. And he's like, I'm, I'm like the broke guy and I'm still the guy working on Saturday nights. And how long do you wait? Right. And he ultimately made the decision at whatever age that, you know what, enough's enough. And he went and got a real, I hate to say it like real job, but he went and got a real life job and he works nine to five. Yeah. He's not thrilled, but it was, couldn't wait any longer. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? Or didn't want to wait any longer. Yeah. Don't want to live at home any longer uh, or hard. with four different roommates. It's really difficult. Yeah. Especially with the way and what everything costs right now. Yes. Not easy. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I don't, I, and I used to give the advice too of like, you know, how I went down to Tampa for seven years. Yeah. I don't even know that's a great idea anymore. You may Going, never come back. Right. You may never come back, which might not be a bad no. thing either. Tom Krasnicki interned with me and Erica. He went, he got, he was one of those guys. He was working part time here. The three of us got hired. Um, within the scope of the internship. And I would say within maybe about a year or so of him getting hired here part-time, he got an on-air job in Tampa. Been there ever since. Yeah. He's now, he's married now. He's like a, 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 I think he's like a big wig in Tampa on the media world. Like he's done great. Never came back. I know there were times he tried mm-hmm. when jobs opened up, ultimately didn't get the position, but I think it's 20 years he's been in Tampa. He made a fine life for himself. Jerry. Oh, 100%. Done very well for himself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another route to go, but, but who knows? You don't know. I actually, I felt, I kind of felt bad afterwards because I was like, I'm not sure I gave this guy any real. Because there is nothing, there's no concrete information to give him. Yeah. There's just not. There's not. Yeah. I tried my best. Like I pointed him in the direction of a couple job sites, which I don't think he was aware of, uh, about his LinkedIn. Sure. And then maybe reach out to people who work in these places and see if you can... Maybe they have more better information. <laughs> maybe you could talk to them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jerry, I have the, this question for you. This is a totally random thought mm. out of nowhere, but it came in my head the other day when I was walking my dog and I, I jotted it down. Okay. And that is, if you take an egg... <laughs> I told start. you it was random. Yes, it is. You take an egg and crack an egg, a raw egg, and you smell that egg. It doesn't really smell like anything. You take that same egg, that cracked egg, and now you fry it up in a pan, and it has a smell. It's a pleasant smell of fried eggs. You take that same egg and just put it in boiling water. It's the only ingredient. You're taking an egg, you're Mm -hmm. putting it in boiling water. Mm -hmm. When you go to eat that egg, it smells like farts. Why? I don't know. The composition of however the gases and the, the science of the hard boiling, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. There's something happens mm-hmm. because you're not introducing any new ingredient mm-hmm. to that egg. Correct. Other than boiling hot water. Correct. Now, and do then, you get gas from hard boiled eggs? I, I cannot eat hard boiled eggs. Because of the smell. Yeah. And I love, I have a, I have a scrambled eggs every day for lunch. Right. But the idea, like I'll come in here sometimes, like tomorrow you're in for Boomer. Oh, that's right. So CeeLo will be here. Sometimes he'll bring hard-boiled yeah, eggs. Yeah. And, I brought two oh the other God. day. Yeah, like the thought of a hard-boiled egg really throws me off. Yeah. But it's nothing, there's no ingredient. The that best I, way to eat it, actually. I can't tell you what the ingredient is, what's causing it to There's no ingredient. Smell. It's what's the chemical reaction of the hot water and the egg, and why does it create that feet stench? 
And I could not think of another food product that when you prepare it a particular way where you're not adding ingredients has an offensive smell. I could not come up with one. Yeah. No, I hear you. And, and hard-boiled eggs are great to eat. They're very good for you. Yeah. And versatile, like you say, you put them in like a, a bag. Dice them up, put them in a salad. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Egg salad. Love that. Ugh. And then what's a a deviled egg is a hard-boiled egg, but then there's, there's other ingredients well, added to the, it, right? A deviled egg is when you take the you once you hard boil them okay you then cut them in half and you scoop out the yolk you put the yolk in a bowl you get the the egg halves and you put them on a plate so now you got just blank egg whites basically with a little with the little hole for the, and then you make a you make like the um what do you call it you put a little bit of mayonnaise a little bit of seasoning and then you whip it up and then you well you can whip it up or even with a fork you can mash it and then you scoop that back in, and you got your deviled eggs. Oh, that's to me is the worst. Delicious, food. but oh. a little fattening. They're fattening. Be- oh, you're because you're mayonnaise. throwing a little bit of mayonnaise yeah. in it. It's not like just having an egg anymore. Yeah, you're adding stuff to it. Yeah. Those are really good. Yeah, that's this. Oof. And then good. I even had like uh, I normally will not even eat smelly cheese, but Gina made some sort of pasta dish the other day, and she she sprinkled some cheese on top of it, and the cheese was really good, but it stunk. Goita? I don't know what it was. That wasn't just Parmesan? I No, I thought she... It must have been something else that looks like shaved Parmesan. Okay. Because Parmesan doesn't smell. No, it doesn't. I wonder what it was. My parents, when we used to make... Uh, when they my mom would make spaghetti, and they would have the cheese that's in the... Uh, it, it was like cheese that you would sprinkle on. Great cheese. Yeah, Grated probably Parmesan cheese. Yeah, probably wasn't real cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was probably the some powdery sort of Parmesan yeah. cheese, yeah. Growing up, we used to call that stinky feet cheese. Like, in a serious manner where we would say, is the stinky feet cheese out? Like, is it on the table? We're about to... Some some family you grew up in. (laughs) We're about to eat our spaghetti. Is the stinky feet cheese? And then people would say to me, did you want some stinky feet cheese? No. I'm out. That sounds terrible. Yeah. That is funny. But you did eat it, so good for you. I did eat it, yeah. Would Gina have been insulted if you didn't eat it? uh, Probably. If I would have said, this cheese smells, she'd be like, that's what cheese smells like. That is true. Yeah. A lot of cheeses do smell like that. Some don't. Yeah. No. Cheddar cheese doesn't really smell like anything. No. You know? Which, by the way, we have completely replaced American cheese with cheddar cheese in our house. Cheddar. Yes. You get that in like a brick or do they sell slices of cheddar? No, boar's head cheddar. We have them slice it in front of us. Oh, at the deli. Yeah. Cheeses at the deli. Yes. That is one thing. I, I won that one. I presented my case. Okay. And Kim completely agreed. When you get stuff from the deli, do you normally say sliced thin or do yes. you just, you do? Yes. Why Absolutely. is it that we like it so sliced I don't know. Thin? When it's thick, it's not as good. I don't it's know. It's not as good. Even though know. you're going to pile up I know, it's the different. turkey, you it need it. It doesn't make sense. Super thin. Correct. And I can't, I don't understand it for the life. But that's also very similar to I make a sub at home as opposed to someone making it for me. I'd rather you make it for me. And I was like, oh, it tastes better. No, it doesn't, you jackass. It's the same thing. But it's just different. I don't know. It's a good question. Because when you, if you come home from the deli and you order turkey sliced thin and you come home and it's not sliced you got thin, thick chunks. Ugh. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And this is my week's worth of turkey. Yeah, right. And I, I like, got terrible. You know what you do? You, you, you put it in, in eggs. You ever fry turkey into scrambled no. eggs? Phenomenal. Really good. 
Mm-hmm. I know you're not eating cold cuts these days. Yeah. But if you ever have any, that's what you do with turkey. So good. And filling. Like you have, you put, you shred up, let's say, three slices of boar's head turkey. Thin. Slice thin? Yeah, yeah, thin. Does it uh, harden up at all or is it? Uh... No, it heats up. Okay. And what I always do is I fry that first. So it gets just a little crispy. You fry that first. Then you put the scrambled eggs in. Man, it's a filling meal. And it's all protein. Like yeah. it is, It's a great meal. I like a little uh, ground beef with my... Uh, yeah. In a, so do I. When Kim makes meat, if she makes meatballs, yeah. I will dice them up and put those in scrambled eggs. Delicious. Same. And you know how you feel full eating that? It, this is the same thing with the turkey meat. Very good. And if you... Excuse me, Jerry. <laughs> if you go to a Jersey diner and you look sometimes in the omelet section, yeah. they'll have what they Nine pages long. <laughs> yeah. And they'll have one called like protein omelet and it's like grilled chicken chopped up in the omelet. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. Sounds really good. I actually went to MJ. You ever go to MJ's? Yes. We went to MJ's. So I went to MJ's in Matawan on Monday because I had to meet a friend of mine to talk to him about something. And I got a grilled shrimp wrap with whole wheat wrap. And she's like, all right, would you like fries or chips? I'm like, no, just a, I'm good. Nothing. She goes, no, but they come with it. I'm like, no, I know. I Just the wrap. Well, what do you want me to do with the fries? Or the? I'm like, don't put them on the plate. <laughs> she goes, but you're paying for them. I'm like, I don't want them. Yeah. You have them. Yeah, because if you bring them here, I will eat them. She couldn't comprehend that I didn't want the fries or the chips, which was hilarious. Right. And then we went back last night, went to... MJ's in Middletown with Matthew after golf where we had dinner. And I'm like, you know what? I want the grilled because I felt great after eating that. I took the grilled shrimp wrap again, and I said, uh, I don't need any sides. She said, no problem. And then it came there. Chips were on it. Yep. I need them all, but I ate half of them. Yeah. Because it's there. there. Right. And they're delicious. That's why a lot of times now restaurants have started, I've noticed, where they'll they'll say, uh, do you want bread? Right. Instead of just throwing it on the table. Which I appreciate because I don't want the bread on the table. You know what Nicholas does in Barrel and Roost? You got to pay for the bread. Oh, it's like an appetizer. Yeah, and it's not expensive. It's like, I want to say it's like two bucks. Three, but you got to ask for it. But you have to order it. Yeah, it, they don't just put it on the table anymore. Yeah, I like that. I, I think it's smart. Think of how much bread's being wasted. Correct. That's being, just, and when you buy it, you eat it. Correct. So that is true. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll be back here tomorrow, and I'll be doing the warm-up show, I believe, with CeeLo then, Yes. Oh, yeah, cool. I can come in. Well, you come yeah. in a little later. I can come in later. Yeah, CeeLo and you at 5 o'clock. And you will be in for Boomer, so it's uh, the G- Geo and Jerry show tomorrow. Yes. 6 to 10 a.m. on a Thursday. CeeLo! What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Commissioner Bud Selig announced today that third baseman Alex Rodriguez of the New York Yankees has been suspended without pay for the remainder of the 2013 championship season and postseason and the entire 2014 championship season. You tell me why I should serve one inning. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.02. It is Wednesday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what's up? And across from me, his name is Al Carl Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. Well, we uh, we had a head coach fired just today. Fired. Get out. But I don't mean to bring this segment up again, but that was really surprising to me. I did not expect... Uh, oh, not surprising at all. Not surprising that they fire a head no. coach in the middle of the season. No, guys get fired in the middle of the season all the time. He's the only one, though, so far. It's week eight. Right. And they were embarrassing on Monday night. They lost bad to the... The Bears. Right. You suck. And get out. They, Josh McDaniel, they haven't been good. I'm not surprised. Member also, if you remember, member, uh, remember about three weeks ago, remember he uh, was mouthing a hole <laughs> to Josh McDaniels when they kicked the field goal and didn't go for it. Oh, Mark Davis was, was, yeah. And then the following week, fans were going right up to his suite with posters saying, fire McDaniels. No, I'm not, I actually wasn't surprised. I was surprised. He's still coaching, to be quite honest. And the GM got the boot, too. That surprised me. So what's interesting is now they play the Giants on Sunday. And guess who the coach is? Yes, Antonio Pierce. Uh, you know, it's funny. I didn't even know was on the team. Uh, linebackers coach. I didn't know that either. My first thought is usually you take a coordinator because right. they've got responsibility of half the team. Antonio Pierce was doing what you want. You're responsible for seven guys. Is he now going to be ready? I mean, I don't know how long he's been a coach for. It's not that long. Is he ready to run a team? Well, we'll find all the good news is he gets to play the Giants. So uh, That is true. That is true. Man, if the Giants go out and lose to a Raider team that just fired their head coach. That's not on the table for you? Oh, it's on 100% oh, on the table. But it's going to be really embarrassing when it happens. As opposed to what happened Sunday. Uh, well, I'm just saying, like this is like <laughs> this would be another level of yeah, you're right. This terribleness could be another low, another. I mean, I don't know how much lower we can go. They're I mean, two if, and six. They just had like no offense. Literally, they had minus nine yards passing Sunday. But if they lose to the Raiders with Daniel Jones back, with Daniel Jones back and Antonio Pierce coaching the Raiders, then you got to fire Brian Dable. Well, they're not. I don't know. They're not going to fire 100%. Brian. They're not. No, not a hundred percent because he's not going to get fired. So it's not a hundred percent. Can't lose in that but situation. Usually, you do get a little bit of a spark. I think we've all sat here and said Josh McDaniels is a failure as a head coach. Right? We Correct, have. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps the 
the players in the locker room are going to rally around Antonio Pierce. They do have good players on the Raiders. Well, we do see that happen when when yes. coaches get fired, when baseball managers get fired. Like, for whatever reason, the following game is a win. It, it does happen a lot. I wonder what the spread's going to be for that uh, game now well, that we know that Josh McDaniels is that's fired. A good question, because you What's wonder if it's moved overnight. Yeah. Um, with that news that we got as we were sleeping, as they say. I'm going to pull it up right now for What time you. did that news come out? Like, were most people sleeping I, or just us? I don't know. I know um, McMonagall said, hey, breaking news overnight when I got in. He was very oh, excited okay. about that. He got some breaking news. That was back in there. Remember Sal? He took he took off the one night. I forget what the news was. When they hired Buck, I believe it was. Sal was off. And he was off. <laughs> the one night where news breaks in the middle of the night. <laughs> Dummy. Yes. You don't get news, a lot of uh, breaking news in the middle of the night. So when it does happen, you kind of get excited for it. Yeah, and I don't like when the afternoon show does, they do this breaking news sounder when there's breaking news. And then they, of course, don't tell you right away. They go, let me, let me guess, let me guess. Let me. And it's always something not breaking news. That sounds like that was a Craig segment. What I just did there. <laughs> yes. Well, Craig used to do that, too, where it's like, let me guess. No, just tell me. Because you can't go breaking news. I've got breaking Jets news. All right, I don't know. Oh, what... can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, and everyone guesses, and I go, they signed the lineman to their practice <laughs> squad. <laughs> Shut up. That no one cares about. Or, no. Or the Giants signed Matt Barkley. Right. Woohoo. That's not breaking news. All right, I give, what do you think the line is? I have the current line. All right, this, this is game is in MGM. Vegas. Yes. I'm not even sure who's favored in this game. Right, well, that's part of you giving me the line. Yeah, Correct. but I'm saying like, I'm going to say the the Raiders are home. I'm going to say that is a. Uh, I'm going to say the Giants are favored by two and a half. Yes, uh, the Raiders are favored by two and a half. Ooh, the Raiders are favored with a fired head coach. Correct by two and a half after they just had a grand. Now I can't make fun of them because the Giants had minus nine yards passing they Sunday. Did. Um, albeit without Daniel Jones, I get that. And they did run for, Saquon did run for 150 yards or whatever it was. Uh, the Raiders had 157 yards of offense in Detroit. Monday. Total? Total. Is Jimmy Garoppolo still quarterbacking over there? Uh, he is. I don't know if he's if he's starting Sunday, though. I don't know what they're doing to quarterback. He was so bad Sunday. I don't know. It's a good question. I guess that's up to Antonio Pierce now. That is now Antonio Pierce's decision. I would start Brian Hoyer. Legitimately, legit, legitimately, Jerry. Yeah, Brian Hoyer could pro- is he's like a game manager type guy, right? Old school. Uh, I bald. would say that's fair. Yes, he could probably beat the Giants. Just keep throwing the ball to Devontae Adams. Yeah. Keep him we'll happy. See. We will see that. Yeah. And then I saw that uh, they had until this until yesterday, Tuesday. But wasn't didn't they pass over Brian Hoyer for that other quarterback? McConnell or McCaden yeah. or McGonagall. Like when they or... was a, when Garoppolo was out, they yeah. had a chance to start him, and they didn't. No, they started a, a different dude. It wasn't McConnell. It was something like that. Yeah. Some guy we never heard of. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. McCaden. O'Connell. McCaden O'Connell. Aiden McConnell. Something like that. I think it that. was Aiden O'Connell. I think you hit it. Not McConnell. I think it's Aiden O'Connell. Yes. Yeah. So they had a chance the NFL did, to flex Raiders-Jets at a Sunday night football November 12th. Yes. And they did not do that. They did not do that. So now that game is going on Sunday night football. We get the Raiders back-to-back weeks. Raiders-Jets. Oh, So Raiders-Giants on Sunday, Raiders-Jets the following Sunday night. What do they think? Sunday? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Oh, good Lord. That's correct, Jerry. 
All right. You get to really study well, the Raiders. I guess you can make the case that the Jets have been a national story. Like the Raiders, even though they could be three and six after, or they'll be four and five, who knows, after Sunday. You can make the case the Raiders are still the Raiders in terms of the look and the feel and the draw. Um, and the Jets have been kind of, I mean, they are four and three going into this. We had to make a decision. I don't know if they're in playoff position. I'd have to look at the standings, but they're right there if they're not. So, no, I, I could see keeping that game. Yeah, so that we will get to see a lot of Raiders football, Jerry. Now, the Giants did sign Tommy DeVito to their active roster, so I guess he'll be the backup to Daniel Jones on Sunday. Which, to me, makes no sense. I hope he gets in there. I, re- I don't but, understand. Yeah, because uh, if uh, the Raiders work the neck of Daniel Jones and Tommy DeVito comes in, Imagine, imagine like, all this week Tommy DeVito's throwing. They got him learning all the passes. Well, wouldn't that be nice? That was part of his job. (laughs) Daniel Jones goes down with a neck injury against the Raiders. Tommy DeVito comes in and starts slinging the ball over the field. There's a chance we could see Tommy DeVito against Aiden O'Connell in the second half of this game. Oh, the matchup we've all been waiting for. Oh, my God. I've been waiting all week (laughs) Sunday night. For Sunday night crap. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that would be Sunday afternoon That would be the following week, yes. Yes, correct, Jerry. Well, well, good. you know what? Good for Tommy DeVito because I would think, and I don't know how this works, but I would think – when you get elevated, oh, I'd have to check this. He must make significantly more money when you get put to the active roster, right? Probably. That's so great. He's like, yep, just got myself a big-ass raise for handing that ball off the other day a couple times. Yes, he, yes, absolutely. Oh, Let's absolutely. See. So if you make a practice squad, all right, in the NFL. Yeah. And say so if you want to see, I don't, I think they get paid on a weekly basis. If I, I remember going over this once with um, somebody. Uh, how much do they make? They get minimum weekly range for players is $200,000 for 18 weeks of practice. So $11,000 a week, basically. Nice. That's what I make here, Jerry. I make $11,000 a week. But the NFL, see, look at you. But People the NFL say, minimum salary, if you're yes. on the active roster, is So that means he got a paycheck on the scale of $890,000 for last week. And if he's the active backup quarterback this week, he gets another paycheck on the scale of almost a million dollars a year. Nice. That's cool. That is very cool. Good for him. So that means he probably gets like 50 grand. That's right, Jerry. For each game. He can go buy himself a nice car. Yes, he could. Just after this game. That's phenomenal. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, that's great. And then Matt Barkley is uh, signed to the practice squad, as you've mentioned, Jerry. Yes. Uh, then I also saw, like, when I was talking about the afternoon show doing breaking news for the Jets signing an offensive lineman, it was a little weird. To, I don't understand. So they sign veteran offensive lineman Roger Saffold, who came from the Bills. Or was I, It said he was an all-pro last year with the Bills. They, I don't know. Maybe he's they, coming off an injury or something. I have no he, idea. Why is he not on the team now if I, he's so I don't good? Know. I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea. Hmm. Coming off an injury, perhaps? I don't know. I didn't see any injuries. I don't know. Uh, good question. Thank to you. Be, I got to be honest with you. Until I walked in here this morning and looked at your show sheet before yeah. I came in here, I didn't even know they signed this guy. You didn't even know who Roger no. Saffold was. I heard the name, but did I know that they, they signed him? No, I didn't. I was too busy watching Kay Adams, Daniel Jones, Charles Barkley, and Shaq. No. I've been, and Jerry Jones on the fan in Dallas. I was 
editing sound for the last so hour. So you did not hear the breaking news no. uh, that Sean Marash delivered yesterday? No, I was playing golf yesterday. Whoosh, breaking I news. Nope, oh, let me nope, guess. Nope. Let me guess. I don't like when hosts do that and they all do it. But you're really on this breaking news thing. No, anything about that. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. We're never going to guess. Yeah. Like when Boomer's like, uh, guess how much money Dan Marino made in his career? I couldn't get within $80 million of that guess. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So just tell us. I don't, and I'm, I got, I pulled up two articles. It doesn't say why. Well, I, I don't know the deal with Saffold. I have no idea. Roger Saffold. I don't know. I'm getting a Roger Saffold uh, jersey. No, you're not. Jets jersey. No, I'm going to wear not. it to the game on Sunday. Stop. Wear to the game? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. You're going to the Jet game on, on Sunday. No, you're not. I did like, Evan did have a good Halloween costume. He looked like he, he dressed as Sean Marash. And it was actually pretty good. And and uh, Sal dressed as Brandon. Well, they look like each other already. They do, but Sal always wears sports clothing. Okay, he came in with a like cotton turtleneck. It it actually, if you know them, yeah, it looked like Brandon. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, I don't know that they posted that anywhere. What? But he was he was trying to be Brandon. Okay, I'm sure they it posted was funny. that somewhere. It was funny. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Evans was a pretty good custom. He was walking around with the big belly and talking like Marash and what's, talking about the Giants. What's funny is none of us, mm-hmm. I didn't even give it a thought. To dress? Yeah, me neither. Never even gave it a thought. There's one clip, speaking of costumes, and again, just because I just watched it. So the whole Kay Adams show, they're all in Halloween costumes. A lot of people on TV were yesterday. So they, they tried to... Um, what do you Photoshop Daniel Jones in the costumes? And there was one. It was outstanding. It was Sherlock Jones. It looked just like him. And his reaction is like, yeah, that's good. It's like, dude, wake he up. Stinks. I mean, he's, he seems like such a nice kid. But my, we thought Eli was boring. This guy is beyond Eli. What did Kay Adams dress as, Jerry? She was dressed uh-huh. as... As a sexy nurse? No. Uh, as a schoolgirl? No. What's wrong with you? She was dressed as a um, a goalie from some a from goalie. some kids movie. They dressed as from uh, kicking and screaming. Does that sound like a movie? Yeah, that was a movie with Will Ferrell. Yep. So she was dressed as, I guess, the girl goalie. I think okay. decorating their butt cheeks for Halloween. <laughs> uh, they might have. That I don't know cool. if that's what they did. Yeah, but that's why that's what she was dressed as. And then Daniel Jones pops up on the screen. She's like, "Where's your costume?" Yeah, well, I yeah, um, no, I didn't have. I don't have a costume. Oh, okay, so boring, so boring. One of your competitors in the world of calendars, Jerry Page Spiranak. She dressed. As, <laughs> she dressed as Baywatch. Oh, I saw that was her final costume of the month. Yeah, the best one. I have to be honest. I don't know if you saw it or not. When she dressed as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Yes, that was a good one. I mean, good Lord. Where's Danny White now? Yeah. (laughs) You ever see Busty Cops? Busty Cops? Yeah, that's a very popular uh, Halloween costume as well. A Busty Cop. Good. Hey, good for her. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if she sells a a million of those. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I would think that's a huge seller. Now, I don't know that I can sell that many. (laughs) But you can't... Who's hanging up a Paige Spiranak calendar in their house? That's a weird In their house? I don't know. In their college dorm? Yeah, college kids. In their office? 
Absolutely. Like their home office. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Hmm. Here's who's here's who's hanging that. Every 14 to 22 year old boy in this country. You just have to go after a different crowd, Jerry, for your calendar sales. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I wanted to put you in a thong. <laughs> in a calendar? September. <laughs> Here you go, ladies. Someone did Photoshop you into that leather thong. I saw that. I, I got to be honest. It looked good. I sent them a cease and desist letter no, immediately. You no, you didn't. You retweeted it. Immediately cease and desist that. That is a that fake was photo. That was a fake photo, but in fairness, they made you look... Yeah, it did look hunky. pretty good. I did look hunky. It did look good. So all right, let's mm. take a break. We kind of got right. off the rails there. When we come back, we'll get back to the the sports, as they say. Uh, and then we got Boomer and Geo at six right here on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, yeah, rocking with Bob Seeger on a uh, Wednesday morning. What is going on? Kidding, of course. Uh, 25 after 5. My Rangers beat the Diamondbacks pretty good last night. Knicks beat, boy, the Cavaliers stink when they play the Knicks. The Knicks won, so that was a good win. What else there, Al? So the World Series could end tonight, yeah, Jerry? It could end tonight, yes. And how about the fact that Travis Jankowski, you remember him? No. From the Mets? No? I do okay. not recall him. So he steps in for Adolis Garcia last night. And what does he do? Couple of hits, couple of runs scored, drives in a couple of runs. Marcus Simeon uh, tripled homered. Yeah, they uh, they beat them up pretty. It was ten nothing in the third inning. Yeah, ten nothing, and it ended what eleven to eleven seven. Eleven seven. Okay, so you right. got uh, former Yankee Nathan Ivaldi on the mound tonight. after former Yankee yeah. Andrew Haney uh, won last night. That is very true. A lot of former Yankees all over this Texas squad. Yeah, no, I was wondering, and Mets. There are Mets out there too. Yes. I was wondering if you are Jacob DeGrom, I, I imagine, I honestly, I did not watch last night and I haven't seen, I've seen innings here and there. I've not sat down and watched an entire game. He's obviously with the team. Are you, when you want to win, you want them to win. Do you feel like you were a part of it though? No, you do not. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Like you go to Texas, people, there were people that mocked him for going to Texas and I'm sure in his mind he thought he was going to go win 20 games and this team is loaded. We can win a championship. He gets hurt in the first month, and then they go on to, not yet, but likely to win their first championship, and he's on the sidelines for 90% of it. Yeah. Well, that's why I think people have a reaction when Max Scherzer is so into celebrating these things. Like, like, what have you done? Yeah, what did you do? Yeah, that is true. And now you're hurt again. Yes, he is. So what happened with this uh, Adolis Garcia fella? Well, he had a strained, uh, was oblique? it oblique? Yeah, in the eighth inning of the game, what's the uh, Monday night. 
So it came out. Now, I did not think that that would sideline him. I figured he's going to power through somehow and just finish, but he didn't play. And I guess he's ruled out. He's out. Um, for the rest of the series. So it looks like Jankowski. The good news for the Rangers is they still got a lot of firepower offensively. Um, even uh, their catcher finally got on the board last night with a hit. I think he homered. So they're good. And, you know, you've got Avaldi, who's been outstanding this postseason. And I cannot for the life of me figure out how a team goes 10-0 and on the road in the postseason. I mean, again, you can take this home field advantage for for the rest of time and shove it in and around your butt. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's because it's like hockey. It does not. Home ice doesn't matter. And I saw. I was looking at uh, the the TV ratings for the World Series. So, Terrible. Yeah. Game two, they go. Oh, the least watched World yeah. Series game ever. Then game three was slightly lower than mm-hmm. that. Well, but th- is this a surprise though? When the Diamondbacks won, um, we all talked about how there's just no there's no drama to it's no offense, but it's the Diamondbacks. Yep. No one knows anything about them. No one watches them. Not around most cities. It's a, it's a tough one. Now, if you would have had the Dodgers and Rangers, that might have been interesting. Or the Phillies and Rangers. The Phillies and interesting. It would have been really interesting given their crazy fan base and the numbers would have been huge in Philadelphia. Yes. I don't know that people... Remember, the Diamondbacks didn't sell out their first playoff game. Like... Right. And then the Phillies went and the Philly fans were buying... The, the, you could go to, and I know the game was at 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock out there, whatever time it was. I understand it wasn't a, a night game. But the fact that you could buy tickets on the secondary market for like 20 bucks, that's a problem. Yeah, they have no national feel whatsoever. None. The Diamondbacks. None. So I'm not surprised. I was actually surprised the number was as high as it was. Yeah. I saw, what, $9 million for game one? Yeah, then it went to eight eight point two, then 8.1. I'm surprised 9 million people cared. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. I was like, "What? Eight million doesn't sound so terrible." No, I didn't think so for a nation national game that is is really a or a, a, yeah, it's, it's a regional it's, it's game, a regional yes. sport, correct? And that's a national game for correct. it. So, as much as I like the Rangers, yeah. no one across the country cares for them. Jerry, is uh, I'm going to give you a buzz, no buzz. Oh, buzz, no buzz. I haven't done this in a while. I know buzz, you like no a buzz. buzz. I do like a buzz, no buzz, no buzz. Okay. Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee, no buzz. None. I'm like, until he comes back and plays, I'm kind of Aaron Rodgers out. Yeah. Did you see what was going around yesterday um, where ESPN, I guess, lost the feed for about 50 seconds? And I guess the theory was maybe he was, you know, again, the anti-vaxxing and all that stuff. And ESPN had enough. <laughs> no, I don't I don't believe that to be the case, but it was funny, the timing Oh. Yeah, he. They asked him what he was being for Halloween. He said he was he being a spike protein. Yes, and then started to, and then it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. If that didn't happen, where they lost the yeah. feed at that particular time, there would have. I saw no stories about. No, that was the only story. And normally, the, well, there was a story that he reached out to Kirk Cousins about the Achilles. All right, yeah, right. But that's it. See, but there was nothing like. In in earlier weeks, it was like tons of stuff. It'd yeah. be like all these articles written about the McAfee appearance. And now it's just like. He has become the way you think about Bernie Williams and Mariana Rivera. It's too much. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's there every week. He's not playing. I think if he was playing, I really do. I think you would be excited for that spot with McAfee because he would be reacting to what he did on the field 
where the Jets are. How many times is he going to tell me about Zach Wilson's making pre- – Zach Wilson, granted, they won the game. He was horrific for three and a half qu- – I'm sorry, three quarters and 12 and a half minutes on Sunday. Don't, stop telling me how much progress he's making. I, it's like it's noise now. Yep. That so, and uh, no I only saw one article on Daniel Jones on Kay Adams because he's – Boring, and oh, it was he's boring, and he it was just him saying he's ready to go. He's going to play Sunday. Which, I do, I do have the clips, which Dayball already had told us previously, anyway, right? Um, I would think so. I don't know. No, Dayball didn't tell us that. I thought he'd said he said that. He told uh, us that he was cleared for for contact on Monday, but I thought he said we had to see how he was through the week. Oh, okay. I don't know that he named him the starter. Maybe he did. I don't remember, actually. But it does appear that way. Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then Jones told you he's he's starting Sunday. Jones. Daniel. My name's Jones. Yeah. Daniel Jones. All right, so no buzz were going on the no. Aaron Rodgers. And no. no buzz on the K Adams-Daniel Jones No, it was spot. fun, though. She's she's a fun watch. She is. She is. She does a she does an interview very well. He's just very boring. He's horribly boring. Yeah. Jerry, with the quarterbacks being You know, I want to say I want to see Kay Adams interview Charles Barkley. That would be now, good. That would be a blast of an interview. I did see Charles Barkley said that the Knicks have to go out and get uh Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, no kidding. So is everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said, Oh, they're just gonna be the same as they were last year. Same as they They'll were. They'll be a good team that might win a round or two in the playoffs, but they're not a championship contender yet. Right. But they're really good. They're and if really they good. got Carl Anthony Towns, they would be a, a he could contender. Be, he could be a difference maker, yes. He could. I would agree with that. What is the likelihood of that happening? I would, if I give was... Give me a percentage. Uh, hmm, I'm going to give you 70% it happens. Wow. That's a big time percentage. I, yes. I, I think, I do believe he will be on this team at some point. That's shocking news. I do not believe in the rumors of Joel Embiid. Okay. That I don't see because I don't see Philadelphia, A, trading him, B, giving him to the Knicks. I don't see it. But I could uh, Towns, I expect. All right. When can we? When can this uh, happen? That I have no idea. I don't know. Now you're asking a hard question. Can that happen any time in the NBA or up to a certain? Well, yeah. The Sixers just traded James Harden like two days ago. That's yeah, true. <laughs> Aren't there rules for this stuff? <laughs> yeah, you got there's a trade deadline. A deadline, so you yeah. can do anything you want up until that point. Yeah, they can they can make a trade for Carl Anthony Towns. Hmm. Jerry, with quarterbacks being protected now more than ever, why are they all getting hurt? I love this. I had this conversation with my son yesterday yeah. because I heard Evan go to break. You know, can't figure out why guys are getting hurt in the NFL. I don't know. Maybe because you got 20-something-year-olds that look like Adonis running around at cheetah speeds in a violent sport where they're killing each other. Every year, these guys get bigger, stronger, faster, and every year, the injuries are going to go up. I don't... I don't... Why are we surprised? Again, I'll ask you what I always ask you. Go stand on an NFL sideline. I don't know how more guys don't get hurt. Hmm. This is what it is. It just feels like they're they're so much more protected now, Mm -hmm. and yet... You're looking at the starting quarterbacks, and you're like, who are, who are these people? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Cousins one and the Aaron Rodgers one, that was just older. I mean, Cousins isn't as older as Rodgers, but those are older quarterbacks. Older fellas. And the Achilles went. I, you know, I always wonder. Oh, God. We'll find some knock on wood. I always wonder when I do some sort of working out, like, why well, I don't pop an Achilles. Like, I did that once before. I tore my Achilles when I was 16, I, th- I think 16 or 17, I forget. Um, and I always wonder why it doesn't go again when you see these pro athletes doing it. 
But like injuries like Matthew Stafford. I don't know if he broke his thumb or not. I'm not sure. Fluke injury. Throws a pass as he's getting hit. Thumb right into the top of the helmet um, of, I forget, of Dorrance Armstrong or whoever it was on the Cowboys. Like These injuries happen. I mean, concussions. I think there are more concussions than we even know about. Oh yeah, you're right. That's in in the days when we were not protecting the quarterback. Yeah, they would get concussions and just they play. just keep playing like your boy Troy Aikman. Perhaps that and and perhaps part of the reason why there are more injuries are they're more cautious of it now. Oh, he looked like he hurt his back. Get him out, as opposed to put a needle in him and get him back out there. We don't do that anymore. Shoot him up, Jerry. Get him yeah, back out no, there. But I but that could be part of it. And I guess we we know now why uh, the Cardinals were not starting Joshua Dobbs because they traded him to the Vikings. I was actually wondering what a Viking fan thought when they saw that. The Vikings acquired a quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Dobbs. <laughs> oh, that's the answer to Kirk Cousins? Yeah, that's the answer. And I like Josh Dobbs. Me too. But, huh. He thought he couldn't find his jersey in the Cardinals uh, team store. Good luck in Minnesota. <laughs> He's not going to be available in the Minnesota team. Story. I would think not. That is true. Mm. So I guess the Vikings, they're going to start Jaron Hall. <laughs> Whoever that is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And He's then a rookie, I think. And then, of course, there had to be at least one article written about, what about Tom Brady for the Vikings? Someone did write that? Yeah. And actually put in the article, you know, when Tom was a child, he'd vacation in Minnesota with his mom. Oh, there you go. Connection. So he's clearly always wanted to quarterback the Vikings. Now, they did finally get to the point where it was not, it was not asked on his uh, podcast thing he does with Jim Gray. You know, normally Jim Gray. Would. Sure. I guess, Brady, the last couple of reactions to those questions got, finally got Jim Gray to even stop asking. Unless Tom Brady off the air said, listen, you pinhead <laughs> do not ask about it and you don't need more articles written you think he called jim gray a pinhead i do i said listen jim gray a little twerp do not ask me that question about joining the vikings How do you think I jim you. gray became friends with tom brady i don't know that's such a weird pairing very weird pairing. <laughs> okay <laughs> you think that's how they became friends? and wasn't jim gray friends with kobe yes right yeah it doesn't make sense no, it does not. Very odd. Maybe he's really cool when you talk to him. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> 5.37, we'll take a quick break. We're uh, 20 minutes away from the Boomer and Geo program on the fan. Don't go away. Always good to hear the Mink Man, and you'll be hearing him uh, doing St. John's again starting next week. Rick Pitino, you're number one. Very exciting. You think about where we're at. you got the World Series ending, but you've got the NBA has started, the NHL has started. you got college basketball starting next week, college football. You had the uh, the uh, the uh, the bowl ranking numbers come out yesterday, so there's a lot going on. Do you think uh, Rick Pitino knows who John Minko is? Yes. You do? John Minko worked with uh, Rick Pitino when he was with the Knicks back in the day. John was the pregame, postgame host, and was the fill-and-play-by-play announcer when Pitino was the head coach of the Knicks. So, so yes. they do know each other. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have a headline for you? I just want to read it out. Now, that a... doesn't mean that Patino didn't come to St. John's and be like, you're still here? <laughs> that's that po- guy? That's possible. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking happens. But they do they do know one another. All right, okay. yeah, headline, I'm sorry. This is a headline, Jerry. I'm just going to read you the headline and get your reaction from that. Uh, the headline reads, Flyers mascot Gritty busts a move with emotional support alligator during Hurricanes game. 
What? Yes. Flyers mascot, Gritty. Bust like a real movie. alligator? Yeah. You'll recall, Jerry, a few months ago in the summer, a man tried to get his emotional support alligator into Citizens Bank Park to go to a Phillies game. I do remember that. And yes. the Phillies said no. Yes, I do remember that. Well, I guess the Flyers said yes. And the man brought his emotional support alligator. Into the arena? Into the arena. And Gritty went on the Jumbotron. He was petting the alligator. This How is, big was the alligator? It's an alligator. Like, it's not a hold-in-your-hand alligator. I don't know how it's not eating Gritty or people nearby. But wow. Yeah. And then there were quotes in there from the guy who owns the alligator, and he says, oh, the alligator's name is Wally, by the way. Mm. He says that Wally makes me feel loved. He feels lonely without the alligator. There is no way. You could try a, a companion. <laughs> Like a human. A human. That'd be a good one. A poor guy. Good a Lord. dog. Okay. A cat. Yeah. An African gray parrot. We go alligator? He's going alligator. He he rescued the alligator when it was little. So I guess they're now friends, and that's why he doesn't eat, eat them. You think he trusts the alligator to walk around? I'm, I'm being serious. You think he trusts the alligator to walk around his apartment or house or whatever yeah, I think, free? I think he does. This guy seems like he's looking for attention as well, obviously, wow. walking around with an alligator. It's like yeah. when I see guys on the boardwalk in the summer, they're walking around with a parrot on their shoulder yeah, or a snake. You're just begging for attention. This guy going to a Flyers game with an alligator. Damn. He's just begging for attention, Jerry. Um, Yeah, and he's getting it. Yeah, Gritty got in on the action. It. That is bizarre. You like that Gritty as a... Uh, mascot i don't mind all mascots are fine yeah they're it's fine he's fine i know people didn't like it when it first came out because they thought it was strange but you're right it's a mascot it's a mascot it's fine what's the philly fanatic a mascot did we ever figure out when the philly fanatic would fight with tommy lasorda if they hated one another yeah was that like an andy kaufman bit where they were really worked on their i think tommy lasorda played along quite well yeah and played the villain you don't think you really hated the philly i don't i don't Unless he knew the person inside the costume and disliked him. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't we ever get uh, the real story behind that, Jerry? Well, time will have sort of passed. So we'll never know. What about the film? And you would have to find out who... I imagine there were multiple people that were in that costume. Right. So I don't know that... I mean, you could try and find the person. You could do an investigative uh, report. Go yes. for it. I would love to do an investigative You've got time. Report. See if the Phillies will give you some answers as to who was the Philly fanatic during the years of Tommy Lasorda. I think it was one one dude was the original was one guy? guy. Well, the original, but back with Lasorda, you think that was him still. That was him. Then you could find out. I believe the reason he was so good, I think this story is correct, that his mom was deaf and so he learned to be very expressive. The Philly phenomenon verbally. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz he and the Tommy Lasorda, they sometimes Tommy Lasorda looked like he was really ticked off at that thing. Yeah, I'm trying to find out who the Philly fanatic was. Remember the one time the Philly David Raymond. David Raymond. That sound right to you? Remember the one time the Philly fanatic had like a uh, a dummy version of Tommy Lasorda? He was throwing them all over the field. Yes, I do remember that. Disrespect. That was on uh, this week in baseball. Yeah, yeah, this week in baseball. Yeah. Twib. I'm trying to see. Is so that guy still alive? I'm Philly trying, fanatic. I am trying to see if he is or not. I I, I don't know the. I'd answer love to, to do that. an in depth interview with him. Uh, okay, I'm still waiting for you to get Andrew Marshan on our podcast. You're going to get David Raymond now? David Raymond, the man behind the Philly Fanatic It costume. does not say 
Um, it's, it looks like he started in 1976. Wow. As the Philly fanatic. So if you just go on the theory, let's say he was 20. I don't know. He could have been 18. He could have been 35. I have no idea. Let's say he was 20 in 1976. He'd be around 70 now. Hmm. So he could be with us, yeah. What are the chances are he's still in that costume, Jerry, at the ballpark at 70? Uh, I don't know. Running around. I will tell you, there was a video on YouTube. So it does look like he's still with us. Yeah, I think he's around. Do you think he criticizes the current Philly fanatic and is like, this guy doesn't. I think that's possible, yes. This guy's not even getting in the When he sees things he doesn't like, yes, I think that's possible. This guy doesn't even get personal with the opposing managers like I used to do with Tommy Lasorda. Boy, this this can't be right. So he couldn't have started in 1976. This guy's young. He's called the mascot whisperer. Mm. So he's done other mascots. It looks like, see, this is funny. Now, this is a guy that puts action to life. Okay. All right? You had this idea about going to delis and Costco's and helping them check out faster. Like you yes. want to be an efficiency, efficiency director or Correct. whatever they were, or company. This guy apparently created a company where he's like a mascot consultant. He took the leap, registered his company. I'm going to help you make your mascot better. You say things, but you don't do I things. I don't do them. Right. This guy's like, you're I can help people be better mascots. Some are doers, some are talkers. Let me go and work on this. You're a talker, he's a doer. Well, he is. I can't go like, I can help you run a deli better. And they go, well, what is your deli experience? I can say zero. No, but you have plenty of experience as a customer. But he could go, I could help you be a better mascot. I'm the Philly fanatic. That is true. The best. That That is very Who true. Who is better, Philly fanatic or San Diego chicken? San Diego chicken. Yeah, that's what I think too. The Philly fanatic's pretty good. Yeah. I'd go San Diego chicken. Only because I felt like this, you know, that was San Diego. We never saw it. So when you did see it on TV, it was special. I don't know. I went to Philly games. So to me, it was a little different. And why was he a chicken? There's it's like that San Diego's know. not known for their chickens. I have no, what do you want him to be? A San Diego palm tree? Padre. You've been like a, yeah. the Padre father. Is Padre father? It's the, something like that. The yeah. San Diego fathers? Yeah, that is a re- right. That is a religious Eddie. A padre. Right? The Padres are wear those- based on the religion. They wear those brown robes. Padre is like a Spanish for father, priest. Right. And that's what the Padres are Correct. modeled after. The San Diego priests. That's a weird one. That's why they didn't go with that and they went with Padres. <laughs> <laughs> they had a meeting. Priests don't sound good. Padres. Padres. What if we did that? Now that sounds pretty good. And what if we had a chicken as a mascot running Without around? Without thinking, best Padre ever. Tony Gwynn. It's, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Just and it's only one person that comes out, and they've had good players. That's the name that comes out. The second name I think of is Gary Templeton. Okay. Shortstop. You don't go Dave Winfield in a short time there? No. I don't think of him as that. Or Goose Gossage. Or him. That is true. Who is that? They had that great reliever. Trevor was... uh, Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman. Mm-hmm. But definitely Tony But Gwynn. then blew it in the World Series. Yeah. Trevor Hoffman. But definitely Tony Gwynn, Jerry. There, there's, there's, they have a statue of him out there. There's very few franchises where if I say, give me a guy... You always get the same answer. Agreed. If you see the Yankees, you get 10 different answers. Right. Maybe even more. I mean, there's been Both so teams, many. Right. What, all right. I'll give you one. The Mariners go. I, oh, you're thinking. I actually Speak think of A-Rod. Really? Oh, I, I think I've, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. For that, sure. That's interesting. That's weird that I didn't think of that. It's huh. a bad that. job by me. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll get you an Odyssey Sportsman at Then Boomer and Geo standing by. Amy says, Josh McDaniels, you suck. Get out. 
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, got about a minute and a half or so. Uh, Boomer and Geo standing by. What's the big story left for the NFL? Well, just one of the NFL trades that went down yesterday, Jerry, was the uh, uh, the Commanders uh, trading Chase Young to the oh, Niners. I mean, the that last thing. As a, I, oh, what a dominant team they're going to be, the Niners. Oh, they've lost three in a row, and the quarterback hasn't played well. So That's good. You can hang your hat on that for the moment. But if he stops throwing interceptions again, and that defense, oh, God, that's the last team. Them or the Eagles. I figure there's no way Washington's sending anybody of significance to Philadelphia or Dallas, but San Francisco's the next worst place. Yeah. AFC. You're supposed to see them in oh. the uh, playoffs. That's what uh, the Cowboys and the Niners are going back and forth, drawing at each other. Unbelievable. And then one of my favorite names in the NFL got moved, Jonathan Peoples-Jones. Mm-hmm. Did you just call him Jonathan? You just called him Jonathan. Yeah, what is Yeah, it? that's wrong. I'm glad it's your favorite name. His name is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Man. So you might want to you know rewind. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm a, I like the Peoples-Jones part. <laughs> But when I'm typing up, my stupid computer makes it. What's wrong with What's wrong with Donovan? But I I don't know. It it, it must have <laughs> changed it to Jonathan. Are you yeah. sure it's not Jonathan? No, I'm, Jones? I'm, I'm sure that your favorite name I in the NFL know. is not Jonathan jo- People Jones. Not the Jonathan Donovan. Donovan Peoples Jones. Peoples Jones. Yes, I know. And but it's you, hyphenated. You literally just said my favorite name, and then you got the name <laughs> wrong. I'm just saying. Not good. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.